This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we are examining some homeowner associations with an essential question. Why in the world would someone want anything to do with these things? But first, tales from the rail trail and listener emails. Also, is it ever appropriate to send a pic of your ball sack? The answer might surprise you. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Winslow Design, an award-winning firm focused on architectural design for your home or business. And by Larkin's Liquors, featuring a wide assortment of beers, wines, and liquors at affordable prices. Small Town Scuttlebot. There's no better way to start a day, Liz, <laughs> than looking out your window at somebody trying to do something. Ooh, who is trying to do something? And you? what were they trying to do? Oh, park my car? Parallel park? Uh, no, I wasn't trying to parallel park. I was trying to... Run up on the curb, Run place? up on the curb. <laughs> no, I think I did it three times. Oh, I, thought, I only caught the last two. <laughs> and I was trying to use... Because we grew up in the... in We learned how to drive without the benefit of the rear view camera, right? Yeah. So I almost never use mine. And my kids are always like, Mom, why do you turn around? Like, the camera's right there. And so I'm like, I'm trying to use my rear view camera mm-hmm. to, to back into things now. Yeah. You know what? Doesn't work. I should just really turn around the old fashioned way, Rick. I'm a yeah. much better driver if I'm just turning around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't pull into your driveway like I normally do because you're having trees removed without a permit. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. That's right. Hey, let me ask you a question mm-hmm. under um, this one. Again, you're a mom. Yep. I'm a dad. We do things differently. Maybe mm-hmm. we. Uh, See the world a little differently, right? Mm-hmm. In this neighborhood, uh, my son has the benefit of having like five kids all within yeah, a year of that's his awesome. age. Yeah, and they they're a herd, and they they just they're a crew. We have a rail trail. Yes, that's it's new mm-hmm. in this community. There is a a railroad bed that's been dormant for eons, mm-hmm. right? Some people in the community got together and organized and said, "Let's uh, clean this thing up and get some funding and all that stuff," and they did, and it's great. You always get those NIMBY people, the not-in-my-backyard types, but not me. I'm like, bring it. Yeah. We need more trails and things. Outdoorsy activities, yeah. Yeah, and all these talking points, the fear monger, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, there's going to be railroad hobo encampments and, you know, a crack den. There might be a prostitute lingering around and and a child abductor, right? These are the people you will meet on your... Those were legit objections to the rail trail? Was was prostitutes and crack dealing? (laughs) Maybe there's a little hyperbole, but, you know, a lot of people have all these worries. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the elitist Mm -hmm. uh, mindset. There's some riffraff that will be coming through. Yeah, because riffraff likes to get out of nature. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So I'm a fan of this thing. Yeah. I've taken the boys, all the boys, the neighborhood crew, Mm -hmm. out to the rail trail several times with parent approval. Like, I'm going, I'm chaperoning, I'm going to take them out, I'm going to show them the rail trail. This is how we cross the road, you know. Here's the rope swing. Don't be stupid. Right? Yep. You do all that stuff. Well, they wanted to go by themselves. And I'm like, nice. Mm-hmm. This is what we're working for. You guys have the confidence to go there. And by the way, it's right across. Right. It's parallel right. to our street, maybe an eighth of a mile into the woods. It's and how many boys were there? Like five. Okay. Yeah. So they came to me. They approached me and said, Dad, can we go on the rail trail? And I said, I have no problem with that. What do your parents think? They're like, we don't know. I'm like, well, I'm not your parent. Right. So I send a text to the, the neighborhood parent group text Mm -hmm. and i say the boys are going on the rail trail speak now if there's a problem Mm -hmm. because i just gave permission to my kid and i'm letting you guys know that this is happening over to you yep well i was uh working some power equipment at the time doing some work so i didn't hear the phone ring immediately two times but i did see two moms marching up my driveway phone in hand Wanting to get to the bottom of what's going on. Oh. Were they not comfortable with their sons going on the rail trail by themselves? They had a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. These are friends of ours, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're it's not like, coming up in a, an accusatory or confrontational way, yeah, right? They're coming up right. like, hey, what's going on? Okay. Hi, my name's Jessica. I live over at <laughs> 7, you know. 
<laughs> no, it's, uh, hey, so what's going on? I said, the boys want to go on the rail trail. I said, it was fine. Over to you. Can I tell you what I was honestly doing? I know what I was doing. I was forcing their hand to just say, let your kid go on the rail trail. That's what I was doing. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, why are we babying these kids? Like, there was a little bit of like, this is a, it's a rail trail. It is a manicured, paved out, like, dirt pathway created by a conservation agency and all the kids are going to get around them is 360 degrees of wilderness and fresh air and animals and wildlife (laughs) and they're all within a five minute bike ride back home wherever they are so so i think you need to keep in mind Mm -hmm. that you don't know these obviously you don't know these other kids as well as their parents do right so like coming from my perspective Mm -hmm. and i think about my son, Brady, when he was nine, he was a risk taker. Yep. And I probably would have been like, you know what? I'm not super comfortable with him going off with a bunch of buddies on a rail trail by himself because if someone dared him to do something, he would say, yes, I will do that. And that would have been dangerous for him. Like he doesn't, he wouldn't have had the wherewithal to, to make a good decision in that situation. Yep. So, and I, I'm also probably a little more conservative about letting my kids take certain risks than you know I should be but I think had you sent if I was on that group text with my son Mm -hmm. as a nine-year-old I would have been like you know what I'm not cool with Brady doing that I just don't feel like he's a good decision maker in those situations that's funny because Mm -hmm. that was a concern from the moms yeah and and I tried to put some confidence instill some confidence in them saying this is not our first rodeo I've, Mm -hmm. I've been out there with the boys several times and um literally showed them the ropes like you know, the rope, the kids were talking about going on the rope swing and the mom's like, a rope swing? Right, right. Over right. what? And they're like, over the river. It's like, over yeah, the no, river? Uh, yeah, nope, nope, nope. Can I tell you something? <laughs> this rope swing doesn't leave, your feet don't leave the ground more than three feet and the and the river is a 18 inch deep mm-hmm. creek. It's, oh my it's God. harmless. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm mm-hmm. right because yeah. I know that I err more on the side of being like conservative and and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I would have been protective. Probably too protective for yeah. sure. I would have probably said I'm not comfortable with that. Um, which, you know, that's probably that would have been to Brady's detriment, right? Like not having an opportunity to make a bad decision and learn from it. Yeah. You know? So I understand the mom perspective is what I'm saying. <laughs> I was kind of busting their balls too. Like again, mm-hmm. we're friends, but I'm like when the mom was asking all these questions. I'm like, okay, now listen, boys. I want you to check in every 10 minutes. Someone needs to bring a buck knife in case you find, <laughs> in case there's a bad person on the, on the that wants to kidnap you. And, and Charlie, don't forget your bear spray. Okay? <laughs> Do you have your bear spray? And the mom's like, okay, Rick. And I'm like, right. we're all kind of mm-hmm. laughing at it, but like, this is serious, Rick. I'm like, it's not. Just I know. So did they go? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. And everybody came back unscathed. Alive. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> But before they left, I said, five of you are going in. Only four of right. you are coming back. <laughs> they had pockets full of candy from the yeah. child molester they met on the real trail. Like, <laughs> like, like, well, we did get a text to check in. Hi, there's a man with a van right. who wants to help us find his puppy. He also <laughs> says he has a Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, and it's situations like that. Again, I come at it too conservative, too protective. But once you get through that and they come back unscathed, you're like, okay, this is cool. Maybe next time they can go for 15 minutes and not just 10, you know, like yeah. I could, I could appreciate letting your kid have independence and accountability and, and all that. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's an uncomfortable place as, as a mom and, and sort of the protector of all the things and wanting to make sure your kid is always safe and unharmed and whatnot. But yeah. you know, at the end of the day, if they climb that tree and they fall and they fracture their arm, well, maybe they'll be more careful the next time. <laughs> you show me a kid with a broken arm. Mm-hmm. I'll show you a kid who's trying, mm-hmm. who's out there. Yeah. You know. Yep. Doing it. Yep. Giving things and putting some effort. Mm-hmm. Right. Pushing his boundaries. I set, know. Setting new horizons. Yeah. <laughs> right. Show me a little kid bubble wrap with a video game console in his hand. Like, I know. Pfft. I know. I know. Like I said, I'm not saying my perspective is right, but I appreciate mm-hmm. where the moms were like, yeah. have had questions, right? Because right. yeah. I would have been that mom. Yeah. It kind of forced their hand with a little humor, even though it was antagonistic. Yeah. <laughs> but I got my way and the kids are happy. So. Yes. And that's really the most important thing. They're happy and they're safe, right? Yeah. yeah. So. My perspective is in the 80s. I know. On, on these bikes. We reported a man in a tent, in a oh. tent on the trails. We don't know him. What's up? You know what my mom said? Don't talk to him. <laughs> That's it. 
yep. here there would have been a call to the Medfield police. Uh, oh, there would yeah. have been a post on several Facebook groups. Yeah, yeah. And another kid's mom, she was like, just leave him alone. <laughs> That's with our... And go back out there. Get out right. of the house. <laughs> Are the streetlights on? Just stay away from the man. Get out of here. I'm watching... One General life to Hospital. Live. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so, that's too funny. Yeah. Um, so yesterday, uh, so you know, I watch a lot of true crime. Yesterday, I had to go to Shaw's to pick up a prescription for Brady. So I'm in mm-hmm. the line, at the pharmacy thing. Oh, Zempic, is he trying to lose some weight? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the woman in front of me in the pharmacy line, she had a big grocery cart mm-hmm. filled with no less. Then 24 rolls of paper towels, several handles, jugs, whatever, of bleach, mm-hmm. and a couple things of trash bags. Wow. This woman was either on her way to or on her way from committing a murder. Yeah. Why else would you need all of those things and huge supply? Yeah, you're probably uh, entering a domicile that has not... You're opening a door to something that hasn't been opened in maybe years. Or you murdered your next door neighbor. Or you killed somebody. Right? Yeah. I memorized her appearance just in case just in she case. was going to commit a crime or had committed a crime mm-hmm. and the Medfield police might need me to give a statement. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't tip them off. Say, hey, you know. Right? I know. Suspicious. I have a person of interest here. Suspicious woman, black Kate Spade handbag getting into a black Mercedes SUV. <laughs> Pretty sure she's a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. High end. Yes. <laughs> you have to come up with a cool name for her. Mmm, the Vineyard Vines Vixen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. News, news at 11. <laughs> exactly. Levin. On the loose. <laughs> On the loose. <laughs> the Vixen strikes again. All right, should we get into some listener emails, or do we have anything else we need to cover? Yeah, we've been putting some off. Let's, All right, should, we, should we kick it off? Let's do it. All right, Kim in Rehoboth, Massachusetts says, can you rant about grocery stores moving their stuff around? Last week, the granola bars were right here. Where are they now? (laughs) Also, napkins should be with the other paper products like paper towels and toilet paper. Because, you know, it's paper. So, Kim, a couple thoughts here. Grocery stores move merchandise around so you can be exposed to different products that maybe you otherwise aren't exposed to. So, if granola bars were always in aisle one, you might never venture down aisle two to see, oh, wow, here are some cookies or some crackers or some whatever. You would never be exposed to new products that you will then buy and then spend more money at the grocery store than you normally intended. So there's a method to the madness, Kim, but I get it because mm-hmm. I'm a creature of habit and I like things. I like to, I like familiarity. I like knowing where things are. Yeah. The napkins not being with the other paper products, that's just abusive. I feel like that. that is just a consumer being punked. Like, why should you have to search for the napkins? They should be where the paper, paper towels are. I agree, Kim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, um, going back to your first point Mm -hmm. about moving stuff around to expose you to more things. Yep. That's for the benefit of the store. Oh yeah. Not for the benefit of the consumer. And I'm all about consumer convenience. (laughs) Stop, stop trying to swindle me with your little bait and switch tactics. Yep. It's a merchandising tactic. And just let me buy myself. I always thought they were in this. You, you ever hear the, um, the the Japanese business philosophy, Kaizen? It's no. A, it's this uh, pursuit of always trying to improve. Okay. You, you you will never be perfect, but you can always try. Yep. <laughs> you can always keep working towards that thing, mm-hmm. right? You, you'll just get better and better and better and better, and there is no end. Like, there is no perfection, but you'll just get better. Yep. I always chalk this up as... The grocery store has done some market analysis. They've observed how how consumers are behaving. Let's make it easier. You know, this week we had a team meeting and uh, someone brought up that they were approached 19 times about where are the granola bars. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about moving the granola bars, right, to a more fitting. Where are these people going to find them? Let's put them there. That's not what's happening. No, no. They just want to sell more granola bars and other stuff. And other stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, the granola bars were just here. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I guess, you know, I'll buy some fruit roll-ups because they're here. I wouldn't. I have a list that's written by my wife. (laughs) And I get exactly those things. But if Leslie did not give you a list and she was like, hey, we need 
stuff for dinner for the next two nights and the kids need snacks for school and you just mm-hmm. went in cold. Uh, yeah. Would you, it would be like a free for all, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't do that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's psychotic, that's quite as, honestly. That's, <laughs> as, that's as bad as going grocery shopping when you're hungry. You're hungry, yes. Yep. Yeah, oh, it's an extra hundred dollars that I usually spend. It's just you see stuff. I know. When Impulse I'm, buying. Here's a tip, folks, scuttlebuds. Mm-hmm. If you're if you do go grocery shopping and you're starving, you're gonna save a hundred dollars by going going down snack aisle, find your favorite snack, take it off the shelf, open it, start eating it as you walk. <laughs> I do it all the time. No, Absol- that's stealing. You haven't paid for it yet. No, but I will. But you haven't. Nope. No, I'm taking an advance. <laughs> it's a <laughs> not how the world works rick well you want to know really do you disagree with this yeah i I like think i think that that is just obnoxious you haven't paid for it it's not yours yet no but it's it's in the cart it's it's, but it's technically still the stores you haven't paid for it let me ask you a question this is funny (laughs) i love that we're in a disagreement here because i do this Probably every other time I go oh grocery shopping, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll go something and I'll find like a protein bar or, something, okay. or like a bag of like some health snacks, nuts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just kind of nosh on that while I do the grocery shopping. It, it's I like the grocery shop. It's enjoyable. I'll even grab a drink and I'll crack that thing open. <laughs> yes. I See, <laughs> you shop for your meals and then you eat them in the store while you shop for other things. Well, I wouldn't have to if they brought back the free samples. I used to live off free samples. My grocery shopping was dictated from, like, I'd go from whatever I could purchase mm-hmm. between stations. Like, oh, here's a, here's a feta cheese and chip <laughs> sample. Ooh, what's that? We have pigs in a blanket over there. And as I walk over there, I'd say, oh, I need this and I need that. Yeah. So I do that. But would it make you feel better if I went up front, purchased my item? It would. Taped the goddamn receipt to my forehead yes. and then walked around. Yeah, or you just put it like, you know, like right here on your lip, like where a Hello My Name Is badge would go. Like Tuck just, it in my yes. collar like a bit. Yeah. I'm such a rule follower. Like that yeah. would never occur to me to do that. That is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do it. I do it with, <laughs> and no one says, we live in a world where no one says anything. I know. Right? You, this is interesting because I, you know, you're judging me. Yeah, I am. You're, totally. You're, you're saying, Rick, that's not how we do it. Right. And it's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And you should do the right thing. You're putting the cart before the horse. Yep. I know it's, you're going to pay for it. You're well-intentioned, but it's not right. The first thing I do when I get up there, I'm like, hi, got a little hungry. And I put that <laughs> thing up and I'm like, I'll take it back. I'll throw it away. And then I go throw it away and then it's fine. No one mm-hmm. says you shouldn't do that. You know? <laughs> People are just like, yeah, I don't know. But I do notice I'm the only one who's eating right? at the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> Lawless. Yeah. What was the other part? Oh, paper towel. Uh, mm. Paper towels. Yeah. Napkin. No napkins. The napkins are with like paper cups and uh, paper plates. Yeah, they stuff, should be right? with all the paper products, right? I mean, that's. So that's paper like dining, and then there's paper. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Mm-hmm. What's her name again? Kim. Kim, you are so on point. If it's paper and it's a product, put it in the aisle and just write paper products. Yeah. Ultimately, you want a grocery shop around the perimeter. Of the store, right? Right, you don't that's where all the go, healthy stuff yeah, is. Yeah, you don't want to go too deep into the ass. But if you looked at, like, the average shopper, it's, if you looked at the footprint, the, the mm-hmm. you know, how they, their path, right? It'd probably be zigzagging, oh, back, yeah. backtracking all over the place. You should just be like, zip, walk right around and be done, you know? Yeah, my goal is to, like, follow a path, right? I never want to backtrack. I look at my list. I figure, okay, this, I'm going to start here. And then here, like dairy and then meat and then produce or whatever, because I never want to have to turn around and be like, oh, crap, I forgot the thing over there. Yeah. So, yeah, I try to be as efficient as possible. Get in, get out. That's my philosophy. With a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I actually take time out of my day to do the grocery shopping and I just, it's my moment of zen. All right. All right. Moving on. Next one. Devin from Millis says, we have a nosy neighbor. Any advice on how to deal with her is greatly appreciated. I need a little bit more context, Devin, around exactly how is this neighbor nosy. Do they just, like, if you're unloading groceries from your car, do they just appear behind you like a ninja and you didn't even hear her coming or sort of what? I mean, it's well documented on this podcast. I try not to interact with my neighbors, so no one would even think about being nosy in my case. So right. I don't know. You live in a much more of a neighborhood neighborhood, Rick. So how would you deal with this? Uh, well, we, we don't really have any nosy neighbors, but I, I know the type. I understand that. 
this is a, a busy body, someone who's mm-hmm. uh, kind of void in their life. And, uh, you know, I was just, I'm not a psych, I am not a board certified <laughs> psychologist, Liz. You're just a judger of I'm, people. <laughs> I, but I am a, a, an expert judge mm-hmm. <clears throat> on people's character and intentions. And I would say that this person probably is um, missing something in their life. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there's, there's, or, or maybe this is just their kind of like they're just a TMZ kind of a person, right? Right. Just they just like to, to know, know what's up, what's going on here, what's going on there. My world is kind of small, and I just like to know everything. Mm-hmm. Right? I guess you tell them only good news. You tell them that your wife is pregnant. If it was in, <laughs> intentional, mm-hmm. like, that's good news, right? Right. <laughs> We're pregnant. Uh, Joey is graduating, you know, um, my brother's getting married. You'd you share those kind of things. Yeah. I would also say, don't ask them any questions, right? Like, like it's okay to share information. If you're looking to kind of nip this in the bud or end a conversation, you know, nosy neighbor, Nancy comes over and it's like, Oh, I saw you, you know, planted flower, whatever, something mm-hmm. in your garden and starts asking you, asking you questions. Simple one word, two word, monosyllabic answers, and don't ask Nancy any questions about, oh, do you garden? Or, oh, what are you doing this week? Because like, mm-hmm. that just invites a dialogue. You don't want a dialogue. You want a short, crisp responses that give off a passive aggressive vibe that says, I don't want to engage with you, Nancy. <laughs> this is a great, this is great, Liz, because again, we're disagreeing. And that's, what, that's where the magic happens, right? You're saying don't engage with them. Yeah. I say, Flip the script and engage with them, but make it about Oh, no, them. that's like feeding a feral cat. No. No, so she, what, what this person is doing is, and I said she, I almost. <laughs> it's never. Is it, well, it says how to deal with her is greatly okay. appreciated. Oh, good, so, good. Yeah, well, it's a woman. I, I, I never, I don't know one guy who gives right, a shit exactly. about anyone else's business. I, I don't. I don't know one guy. Mm-hmm. It's one of those gender things where it's like yeah. women are a little more chatty, right? Mm-hmm. So. I feel like if they come over, oh, you got, you got the, oh, you're cutting some trees down, are you? Yeah. <laughs> are you? <laughs> so, so what was it like at the permitting, at the permit process? We were thinking of getting some trees taken down. I would be like, <clears throat> which trees are you going to th- think about taking down? Oh, not that tree. That's a really nice tree. I like that. Oh, yeah. No. Oh. Hey, who's your landscaper? Oh, I love the color of your house. You know, whatever. Just. No, you're inviting engagement. How's how's Mark? You know your husband or mm-hmm. whatever. Just what you're doing is you're you're not going to get out of the engagement. So you're in, right? You're in. You're in the conversation. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is you're t- changing the subject. But people like to talk about themselves. Yes. So you're just prolonging the conversation. So if you want to get out of a conversation mm-hmm. with a nosy neighbor, don't don't engage. See, I'm all about tact. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like we're gonna get out of this. On my terms, talking mm-hmm. about you, and then I'm going to say, cool, great, thanks, and then you always have something to go do, mm-hmm. right? You know, that's what I do. Yeah. All right. Well, Devin, yep. I think you should try it both ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what works. That's that's right. Beta test <laughs> yes, this. Yes, exactly. And, and I me. want some consumer research. Yeah, and then tell us why I was right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got a uh, last one, I think, from Doug Jones, Whereabouts Unknown. Mm. Could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. All right. This one's about girl math. So on the lighter side, search for corporate math, he says, on Facebook and look for the reels from Real Courageous Leadership. I think you'll enjoy them. I'm totally going to do that. I am too because this social media venture that we're on, yeah. I, I have to like do all this research and look at what other people are doing mm-hmm. and see what's trending. So uh, thanks for the tip. We'll, look, we'll check them out. Yes. He also has some thoughts on Reply All. He says, the people who send those emails are partially to blame for not using the BCC field so that people can't Reply All. Fair point. That's a a, fair point, Doug. That is a great point. I am going to email the executive leadership at my company with that suggestion. (laughs) Yes, and when you do it, don't BCC. Don't BCC, exactly. Say, except for this one, because I want you all to see it. (laughs) Um, And he all, gosh, Doug is just full of thoughts. He also has thoughts on Nespresso. I agree that the 8 p.m. coffee has way too much foam. Mm-hmm. Rick should try the Grand, Lung- Grand Lungo, L-U-N-G-O, mm-hmm. Grand Lungo size, which is five ounces and a better balance between liquid and foam. Interesting. All right. So that's your assignment. Okay. <laughs> and report back. That's great. Doug, thanks, thanks for... Uh... Doug's all in, clearly. He had some thoughts on several episodes well, worth I, of content. <laughs> I, yeah, and I just, I just love the... Uh... They're just little little sidebar yeah. things too. 
He didn't go on a rant about anything. He was like, oh, listen to this, and boom, this yep. popped into my head, and I want to share it with you. Yeah, Thank cool. you, Doug. Yeah, thanks, Doug. All right, should we pay some bills? We'll uh, do some ads, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about homeowner associations. Mm-hmm. I'm not part of one, and I would refuse to be part of one. Agreed. Let's peer into the world of homeowner associations and the pretentiousness and the cattiness mm-hmm. that I can only presume goes on. When yes. All right, we'll be back. Winslow Design is an award-winning firm focused on residential architectural design located in the Metro West area outside of Boston. Their services include additions, renovations, and new construction. They love making special spaces that truly reflect the people they work with and the places where they live. Winslow Design's philosophy fosters successful design through collaboration, thoughtful conversations, and active listening. To see what I'm talking about, you can visit their amazing portfolio at winslowdesign.net. At Larkin's Wine and Spirits, you'll find an excellent selection of top quality wines, beers, and spirits, as well as an extensive collection of higher quality items, such as single barrel bourbons and single malt scotches. Larkin's is committed to personal service. Let their friendly and well-informed staff help. They're experts in craft brews and worldwide wines. Larkin's Wine and Spirits is a third generation family business owned by the Larkin's family since 1935. Visit them online at LarkinsLiquors.com. HOAs. <laughs> homeowner associations. Liz, have you ever been a member of a homeowner no. association? No. I was. I owned a condo, and we had like condo fees and a condo association, but totally different. It yeah. is totally different, mm-hmm. right? Because that's just, I think, more of the money management of the shared spaces, right? Yeah, and like, like maintenance. Our condo fees went to snow removal and landscaping, different things like that. But never, you know, you can't paint your door this color or anything right. All these ridiculous. Yeah. Have, have, have like the monthly meeting in someone's garage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, so Ugh. I can't imagine being part of an HOA where you're dictated, to your your appearance of your home or your yard or, or how you use your space is dictated by a committee of Karens, basically. Exactly. And this is where, left to your own devices, you've chosen to govern. Like, like right. You've, you've, you said to yourself, you know what? I got a stake. <clears throat> I, I staked my claim. I've yep. got my quarter acre piece of property Mm -hmm. with my house. It's mine. You know what I want to do? I want to invite other people to tell me how I can live within this. Exactly. How do we make that happen? Mm -hmm. Oh, have you heard about the HOA? Ooh, tell me more. Right. You mean we can have meetings and I can, I have to, I get to ask if I can change my front door. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Or if like this mailbox post Mm -hmm. is, is, you know, the wrong shell, the wrong color of eggshell white or whatever. Yeah. 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 Oh, granite, granite posts only. I've heard mm-hmm. of that. I've, yep. I've, yep. House hunting. We've been told like the realtor was like, yeah. So there was a couple problems. If you don't like HOAs, this this neighborhood's kind of tough. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's like an alarm bell right now. Get me out of here. Yeah. One of them was uh, this person got in trouble because their mailbox wasn't the right color. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, that's another, a big one. Yeah. And this one was huge. I was like floored. You know, like um, you, you take a window pane, right? Mm-hmm. And, and usually they have like the 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 grids inside the, yeah. the windows now, but remember the last generation of windows? They're on the inside yes. of the window, like on the inside of the house, right? Yeah. So, well, there was a situation where the window by the front door, um, the people had to take out the grid because when they would come home, their dog would be so excited to be scratching at the door. Oh, okay, yeah. He was scratching at that wood grid, so mm-hmm. they just took the grid off. Well, the HOA noticed your one of your windows doesn't have a grid oh my in God. it, and they were getting fined. Yes, and, and the family was like, "We'll just keep paying the fine right, right. because my dog is just shredding this thing up, and it's loud and it's annoying." Oh my God! So, uh, and it actually gives them something to kind of hang up on, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas the glass will just slide down. So, so we're not going to put it back in. And they're like, "Well, we're just going to find you." And he's like, "Great." <laughs> So, like, do you feel good about yourself going to bed at night, being oh, like refining God. people for something like this? It's, I mean, it's amazing. Look at look at the world you live yes. in, and this is what you're complaining about. So, so I said to the realtor immediately after that story, I said, "We don't need to see any house in this neighborhood." Yeah, exactly. Because we're going to look at two of them, and I said, "Let's just keep going." Yeah, forget it. And Leslie was like, 
She looked at Leslie like, for, and, and she's like, if my husband is acting like this now, I'm not right. living here exactly. with him, <laughs> with these people. You know, I'm not dealing with that. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I gathered some HOA stories yeah. from the internet, okay. uh, courtesy of BuzzFeed, Board Panda, and Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a compilation of horror stories of HOAs and as well as some people that kind of got one up on the HOA, which I kind of enjoy. Oh, okay. So this first one comes to us from Reddit, I believe. So the poster says, this just happened to my girlfriend's parents. Her father wanted to plant a vegetable garden. HOA rules state the garden can be no larger than eight feet by eight feet. Plants can't grow taller than four feet. So it limits what he could plant. He measured out an appropriately sized patch in the backyard. I came over with a few buckets of compost and my tiller to help him set it up. Turns out that the old hag next door was pissed that the garden was bordering her property and complained to her friend on the HOA board. Two men from the HOA came by last night for an inspection and measured the garden as 8 feet 4 inches by 8 feet 2 inches. We must have accidentally expanded it when tilling. They fined her parents $350 and told her that they have to buy sod and cover up the garden by the end of the week because they, quote, lost the privilege to have a garden this year and will be fined again every week. They don't comply. That's amazing. I, uh, I'm, I'm slashing tires. Yep. I'm slashing tires. I'm... I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Kool Aid crystals in your swimming pool. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to mess with you. Yeah, for the three hundred and fifty dollar fine plus. You're saying, sorry, no more garden for you. I mean, what, what's for the, real? What kind of legal? I mean, they're probably there can't be like an illegal. Is there any anything that they can back up? Like I would I would laugh at the a three, right three, Okay, yeah, sure. Just put it on the here. I'll just throw it on the pile with the other summonses and, mm-hmm. and bullshit fine so you're making yes. me pay and going back to your white privilege would you hire an attorney to, to fight that no i would just ignore it yeah. i'd be like yeah, like you guys can take me to court exactly you guys can, exactly you guys can take me to court mm-hmm. and i know you won't so like i just i don't understand how anyone that doesn't want to deal with their hoa does right <laughs> like just ignore them does just- this go back <laughs> to like your unenforceable rules like the parking spaces type of deal like all right this is a fake thing so exactly i'm Expected mm-hmm. mothers can park here. Well, you know what? Who got her pregnant? Okay. <laughs> it takes two to tango. Someone had to provide the baby batter. I'm parking here. I'm an expected father. All right. And you're not going to enforce it. So that's what I do. Yep. Um, yeah. The HOA, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make my garden as big as I want. Right. I'll put a fucking ice rink it. in my front yard yes. for a whole winter if you come back again. By the way, no one's walking on my property. What's this coming over with a tape measure and. Right. Yeah. Isn't that trespassing? And you have to notes. ask permission. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you are not coming onto my property. So yeah. We you will... could actually, they, this person could have called the police and yeah. said, these people are trespassing on my property. Yeah. You know, I'd tell this guy, I'd be like, hey, Bruce, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a Bruce. <laughs> hey, Bruce, you know what? I'll take the measurements for you and text them to you. And then I'd text them. Oh, my God. It's exactly eight by four. Right. I think you would just text him a picture of your middle finger. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking my ball sack. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So next. This was was posted in the wintertime because it refers to snow. But a few weeks ago, we got a tiny bit of snowfall that was barely really a frost, just enough to cause a little trouble on the roads. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nothing severe. So my husband and I go out, get in our cars, and leave for the workday. A little while later, we get an email from the HOA saying we are being fined for something. They aren't specific at first, but they are saying it's about the snow on our cars. We were very confused. There's not even enough snow to shovel, as you will soon see. Well, we can't see because this is an audio medium. But anyway, Mm -hmm. finally, after a few back and forth emails, they simply sent us a picture, quote unquote, describing the problem. The imprint our car left in this pitiful snowfall was the shape of a dong, and somehow that's our fault. I died laughing. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of being fined for, and we flat out told them we weren't paying. Eventually, they realized we were serious about not paying, and since there were no bylaws on the books about something like this, mm-hmm. they dropped it. I would have How had, hysterical. I would have loved... Oh, God. You know, I mean, what, what was that on Reddit? Uh, I think that one was from Board Panda. Board Panda, yeah. So I would have been like, I'm going to go back and forth on a text, and then we can put that on social mm-hmm. media because I would say, can you can you describe D- the right. dong? Was it <laughs> was it circumcised? Was it? Did it also have the balls, or was yeah. it just the dong? <laughs> yeah. Was it flaccid? <laughs> I or mean, was it rigid? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was white, right? Like it was white. <laughs> 
because of the snow, get it? <laughs> but when the snow gets dirty, the dawn gets bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's going on. That, that's our clip. That's our clip. That's our clip. <laughs> but out of, if I were these people, mm-hmm. every time it snowed, I would make a dick and balls in the snow. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> just, to, yeah. just to stick it to the HOA, <laughs> and oh. then be like, "It's no, it's a, it's a rocket ship." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dick and balls on your windshield every snowfall yes. for the rest of your life. That's what you get. Mm-hmm. God, I love it. Yeah, I love it. That is great. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. Mm-hmm. I slipped in my driveway and fell and broke my femur near my hip and couldn't get up. I was laying in my driveway calling for help for about thirty minutes. And I could hear people walking past, but nobody stopped for quite a while. I eventually asked someone to call an ambulance and got taken care of. Spent a few days in the hospital, and when I got home, I had a letter from my HOA saying I was in violation for sleeping in my driveway in the middle of the day. <laughs> so the people who walked by definitely yeah. heard me call for help and didn't stop, and they were from the HOA or reported me to them. Man, awful, <laughs> awful humans. Right? Awful humans. Yes. Like, I think you, like... So these were the people that probably were hall monitors in high school. They were maybe RAs in college, but not the cool kind. Mm-hmm. Um, these were, yeah, these were the people that just looked to get other people in trouble. That's yeah. who becomes part of an HOA. Yeah, it gets very ticky-tack. It does. That's it does. awful. And I mean, you know, we can't live in a lawless society. There have to be rules, but mm-hmm. this is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. This is, you're infringing on people's... Civil rights, I feel like, to a certain Civil extent. liberties. Civil liberties, yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a lunacy. I'm just trying to, I'm in pursuit of the American dream here, mm-hmm. okay? My picket fence is an off-white, and it will remain off-white. Yes, exactly. Because when, when it was fresh white, like the last time, it just looked a little dingy and turned mm-hmm. off-white anyway, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, came, I, I curated a, a bunch of stories, but there was, a, I mean, a thousand stories yeah. about things like the color of the mailbox, or one story I found was a homeowners, they put up a brand new fence, mm-hmm. uh, which was totally fine by HOA standards, but they were told by the HOA, well, your fence looks too nice. Everybody else's fence is old, so we're going to fine you for that. <laughs> Oh, geez. Like, how do you win? Right. I'd say, you know what? Why don't we give everybody a two-year window to upgrade their fences Mm -hmm. because fines will be implemented for subpar fence. And give them a break on their home HOA dues so they can put the money towards new fences. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Liz, you sound like a rational-minded person. That's why I don't belong to an HOA. (laughs) Or talk to your neighbors. So this one comes to us from... Our favorite place on Reddit, Am I the Asshole? So this person asks, Am I the Asshole for not inviting the neighborhood snitch or the HOA board to our neighborhood barbecue? So he says, There's around 10 houses in my neighborhood of 120 that are not in the HOA, mine included. Mm -hmm. We were smart enough not to join the HOA. As a result, I'm able to make extensions and I have a pool, which I host neighborhood parties occasionally. Can you stop for a second? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that you can opt out of an HOA. I know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know either. I didn't know it was Well, then why would you be a part of one? Right. And if that seems crazy. And if you're not, like, I can be exempt from all of mm-hmm. these stupid rules, sign me up. And maybe it has something to do with, like, when your house was built, if you're sort of grandfathered out of being part of an HOA. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But, yeah, I would never join one. So yeah, yeah. my HOA was one of the worst, constantly finding people hundreds of dollars for parking violations, painting their fences the wrong shade of brown, wrong color curtains, having two flags, etc. We also got a shitty neighbor, Jessica, who likes to go around and snap photos of people's violations and then post it on the Nextdoor app to shame them. Oh, God. suck, Jessica. Yep. She prides herself in this thinking it makes the neighborhood better when she shames the Smiths for having a fence that's two inches too high or the Johnsons for having a light brown door instead of a dark brown door. Jessica is a fucking (laughs) C-U-N-T. She's probably cost cost neighbors thousands of dollars in fees or forcing them to renovate. I absolutely lost my shit when Jessica posted in the Nextdoor app about how Mrs. Jensen, 85-year-old woman currently having serious medical issues, has a lawn that's a couple inches too high. She obviously can't mow the lawn and was too busy to notice. The HOA then fined her $500. You know what you do? You be a good neighbor and you go over there. And with you your, mow it. You send your husband over there. Yeah. Dan's done that for our neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. I have a snowblower. Yeah. And I think that if you snowblow only your property, 
while there's a dude shoveling out that big snowbank across the street that the plow or poor old lady that's like yeah yeah, you get out there and you just you help you be a good neighbor Mm -hmm. so he said so he made a post on the next door app about the next uh uh, sorry so he made a post in the next door app saying that the suburban fascists on the hoa nor jessica were invited to my barbecue at my house jessica went on a rant saying how much of an angel she is and how she protects the neighborhood doing her duty and i told her she's a low-life scumbag busybody and a pathetic loser with nothing better to do oh good for you good for you i mean harsh words but you know authenticity was there a couple people said i was bullying and excluding her and like four of her friends are quote unquote boycotting my party and hosting their own party. The party happened and nobody else showed up to theirs and ours was a blast. She apparently cried over it. <laughs> well, you know, maybe that's I You mean, know what, it, Jessica, did you learn a lesson there? Yeah. Did you learn you wanna be you wanna be part of the neighborhood gatherings? Mm-hmm. Then don't be an effing C. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. We want to self police here? Okay, we're gonna self police. I'm going mm-hmm. to cite you for being a douche. Exactly. And uh someone you, you you come across as somebody who's not good company. Right. So, You're no fun, Jessica. You're no fun. And by the way, inviting you onto my property is a liability because oh, yeah. with your reputation, you're going to be looking at everything. You're God be- forbid she, you know, has too many glasses of cheap Chardonnay and she trips and breaks an ankle. Yep. She's suing you for your house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. How oblivious are you when you act like this to your neighbors right. and then feign shock? Yes. And dismay when you're not, you know, capped for like a little hangout time. Right. I mean, that shouldn't come goes, as a shock go, to you. Goes with the territory. I mean, you're beyond a buzzkill, Jessica. Yeah. And as, as an enforcer, you should remain impartial and go to no parties. That's right. You know, you don't want to play favorites or you don't want anyone to schmooze with you because you got to keep that gold standard. You toe the line. Yeah. Right? Make sure everybody else is. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, Jessica, if you don't do it, what's going to happen to this neighborhood? Right. Yeah. You're on Mayhem. patrol. You're on patrol. Oh, I, I was going to invite you, but I figured you were too busy going up and down on your freaking Segway and your cell phone <laughs> snapping shots at everybody. Because you know she has a Segway. You know, oh, she has to. She I mean, has. she's too busy to yeah. be walking up and down the street. She needs to get from point A to point B yep. as fast as humanly possible. That's right. To enforce all of those HOA meaningless rules. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I thought we would end on also am I the asshole for mm-hmm. someone who who did call the HOA on their neighbors, and he's worried that maybe he's the asshole in this scenario. So mm-hmm. I'm curious as to your thoughts on this. So mm-hmm. he says, I never thought I would be in this position, but I'm the one who sought out the 75-year-old members of the HOA board for assistance. I feel like I was very patient and accommodating in this situation, but just got pushed too far. But still, anytime you call the HOA, you might be the asshole. Mm-hmm. My neighbor started out in February, March with a bouncy castle in their yard. I couldn't see it, but could hear it when the kids would start bouncing at 4.30, 5 a.m. It honestly seemed that the kids would wake up really early and the parents would send them outside so they could sleep. It was incredibly loud, so I had a polite conversation with the parents, and they assured me the bouncy castle was only temporary. I put up with put up with it for three weeks, nearly every day, until I explained that I worked nights and I was being woken up right as I was getting to sleep. To their credit, they stopped jumping early in the morning and everything was fine. Until three weeks, three weeks ago when a huge bouncy castle suddenly reappeared in their backyard. It was at least 25 feet tall. It completely blocked my view of the mountains. I could see the kids were able to look right into my bedroom window from the top. <laughs> Unfortunately, this coincided with a shift change for me. And now the kids were up until 11, 12, even 1 a.m. Wow. Who are these kids? Yeah. Why, why are your children up at 1 a.m.? Stop feeding them sugar. Right? Like, what is going on? How do you have that energy? Right? So now he says, uh, now I had to wake up at 4.30 a.m. I didn't even realize it was also a water slide. Yep. And then I realized that probably hundreds of gallons of water had run under our shared fence and actually pushed all my dog's poop up against my back door. I went over and talked to them, and the dad essentially said, quote, we were polite enough to change our schedule for you the first time, and this is our backyard. Fuck you. Hmm, that's charming. Mm-hmm. I decided something had to be done because potentially my house could be damaged, let alone the sleep issue. I called the HOA, and however the machine works, my neighbor had been called in front of a board meeting, fined about $1,000 for violations in order to pay for damages to our joint fence. I thought everything was good except for some dirty looks from the neighbor, but literally every one of my family and friends are saying I'm the asshole for going to the HOA. Opinions vary. The general gist is I now I'm the crabby neighbor ruining kids' fun. 
that I should have gotten noise canceling headphones and ignored it and they would have popped the slide at some point anyways and it would have taken care of itself. The idea, I guess, is that I tattled and got my way by unleashing a bunch of busybodies with too much time and too much undeserved power. Uh, that guy's not the asshole in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like if that, if, if your only recourse is to be like, all right, I tried to, I tried to work this out civilly. You force my hand. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the Karens to take care of this for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's the asshole in that situation. No, I, the only hole in his argument was his, uh, the details about the dog poop. Dude, clean up your clean dog up your shit. yard. Yeah. You know, yep. like yeah. if, if it actually was a tsunami of dog shit up against your back door, <laughs> like, like as you read that, I painted a picture of like, there's got to be a significant amount of dog shit in right. your backyard to like have an accumulation and, that would cause a problem. Yeah, yeah. and get pushed by water. Like, mm-hmm. this sounds like a rough backyard. But you have mountains, and so you have scenery that's being compromised. Yep. And also, uh, there's that noise pollution factor. Yes. Uh, one in the morning. Wait, look. It, the same rules that apply to, like, landscapers, whatever that is. Yeah. Se- seven to seven. You know, you can operate your, your machinery. Mm-hmm. I'd say, you know, turn the faucet on and play on the bouncy house at seven and seven in the evening maybe turn it off i don't know yeah so avery had uh, for her birthday party she mm-hmm. got a bouncy house water slide rosie was there um and she wanted to have the party she wanted her party to go till i think nine at night and we said no mm-hmm. because we've got neighbors that have younger kids that mm-hmm. probably put their kids to bed by eight we would yeah. say and we said no but it has to end at eight because you know it's rude basically to yeah. for you to have us uh, have a bunch of 11 year old girls you know cackling away, bouncing up and down on a water slide, whatever, you know, yeah. you have to take your neighbors into consideration. I will also say we had that thing for 36 hours and it ruined the lawn. Oh, sure. <laughs> so I can't imagine having it for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to kill the lawn. And mm-hmm. I don't think they're the asshole. I mean, because what I do like is they approached the person the first yes. time. It so, sounds like they approached them multiple times. Right. So yeah. there is that, that, Back and forth. Right. That's how you do it. You go exactly. to the person and then... You explain the situation. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now, what, they could have just bypassed... What What is up with the, the HOA? Like, the only recourse they have is to find people. You're fine. That's it. You're fine. You're yeah. fine. I, you're, you, this jurisdiction has no credibility. Mm-hmm. There's no authority. There's no legal... There's no authority yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So, you're just a kangaroo court. Right. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Pound sand. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this guy... Um, it's just a rude, he's a rude neighbor. So mm-hmm. I don't know. You know me. I kind of like to, you want to fuck with me? I, right. I, I could play this game. And would I'm you have just gotten a bigger bouncy house? <laughs> no, I, I would just uh, take my speakers yeah. by the pool, turn them towards his house and start playing Bee Gees <laughs> on 11. <laughs> you can tell by the way that you talk, go talk, talk, on repeat over and over. And I'm like, hey, Harry, sounds like a Harry. Harry, are we cool? Are we, right. are we done? Right. Do you want, oh, oh. Let's put our dicks away, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so that's all I have. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we can both agree, and I think the Scuttlebuds would agree, HOAs stink. Yeah. I, and they they are trying to enforce the unenforceable. Yep. And and I don't know what the outcome is. It's all mm-hmm. pretentious stuff. It's, yep. it's for busybodies. Exactly. Uh, but before we end on this, mm-hmm. there's got to be some things that you feel should be adhered to, like just unwritten rules, for example. For example, the guy with the kid on the bouncy house till one in the morning. Yeah. You and your husband said, you know what? Eight o'clock sounds appropriate. Yes. It's summertime. They're kids. It's getting dark at eight. That's a good time to end it. Let's do that. Common Dan. sense. Yeah. Whereas you could have just been like, hey, as long as the kids are out of the house doing mm-hmm. that, they can do whatever they want. One o'clock in the morning, whatever. You know, life is short. Right. YOLO, right? right? <laughs> All that stuff. Um, I'm bringing YOLO back, by the way. Oh, okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> uh, so you can self-police, and uh, sometimes people don't, you know, yeah. or, or they do, but their standards are <clears throat> totally way, different. way below yeah. yours or way off the mark. One thing that I think is very important is the color of your house. Mm. There's a look at your neighborhood. Yep. There's a palette. Yep. Right? All the houses have a tonality that's similar. Mm-hmm. Right? Like this is this blue house is the equivalent of this green house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's yeah. 
that earthy tone or that there's a white house, a blue house, a green house, a yellow house. Those, those are your house colors to choose from, right? Mm-hmm. We had a house in our neighborhood that was uh, Tiffany blue. Mm. Now, I liked it. Yeah. I, I personally liked it. I love it. that color. I, mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. And uh, it looked really pretty. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, Leslie, what if we changed the palette of the neighborhood? We do. I want to do a coral equivalent. Ooh, that's, a, that's, that's aggressive. A, that's bold and aggressive. Yeah. But I thought, it's not Palm Beach, Rick. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I thought, what if this neighborhood just became that neighborhood with like the poppy, happy, upbeat colors? It'll. Yeah. I don't know. That's not. That's off-brand for the town, I feel like. It absolutely is. And New is. England. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I took the idea for a walk. Yep, yep. Kicked the tires on mm-hmm. it. Talked to some people. I mean, I really cared. Like, I got to do this right. This is yeah. our house. We're not going to paint it again for another seven to ten years, right. hopefully. So um, there's a there's a place in town that a um, paint consultant will come over and kind of give you some guidelines. Mm-hmm. Pay her 100 bucks, and you can apply that money to the paint that you buy. Oh, okay. Store. It's, it's pretty cool. She came over. She picked our color. Black pepper. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Moore. It's a dark blue, you know, solid, deep blue. Yeah. Slate. I like it. It fits in. It does. It fits in. I'm, I'm very glad that, you know, my wife intervened with the coral yes. idea. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. That's the, a statement. Yeah. By the way, that, that Tiffany blue house is now a white house. So oh, we, is we it? would have been all by ourselves <laughs> on an island with the coral house. You would have looked like the weirdos. Right. Like you could have gone with a Tiffany blue door, though. That would have been a nice little Oh, pop. yeah. Not, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, your house has that green, like mm-hmm. that, like uh, Kelly green. Yeah. Almost, almost like your your blouse there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. that yeah, I like that a little pop. A, that is a nice color. Mm-hmm. You we like your... hemmed in, like it was like that was like a huge debate mm-hmm. about like what color do we want our door to be? Yeah, I, we agonized over that. It was crazy. You know, it's funny. You can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, if because it's an accent. If you did, yeah. your, if you did your house like that, I'd say, whoa, green paint was on sale, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but you do an accent, a piece. Yes. Ooh, nice, yes. nice little pop. It's like it's. It, you love to accessorize. I do. I noticed the diamond bracelet you have there. Thank that you. Was very pretty. The leopard print. Mm. Oh, that one too. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, but All yeah, right, I got a meeting. I got to skedaddle. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just doing, I was going to do 10 minutes on door colors. <laughs> but whatever. Liz has to go. All right, Liz. Why don't we wrap it up? Let's get out of here. All right. Scuttlebuds, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we're killing it with the reels. We really need some likes and some shares guys and uh you know please this is not a well-kept secret share us with your friends uh rate review and subscribe on itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and send us an email smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com thanks for listening how about a round of applause for all of our sponsors apc pest and termite control larkin's wine and spirits mario's lawn care Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.